Catch up on the news you missed this week with what happened. This week I talk about the latest Apple rumors for the fall, Uber scaling back their self-driving program, and new Robocop and Joker movies. What happened is available on most podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What Happened. This week we have a bit of tech and movie news, so let's just get started. Uber is scaling back their self-driving test with layoffs. Since the incident in earlier this year in March, when a pedestrian was killed by an Uber self-driving car, Uber halted their self-driving plans and now have made the next step of scaling back. This week, Uber held a meeting for the 100 safety drivers in Pittsburgh to let them know that they will be losing their jobs. Uber also announced a reorganization for their self-driving efforts in Pittsburgh by announcing 55 new positions for mission specialists. These specialists will be responsible for testing on tracks and on the road, and an Uber spokesman said that this will require more technical experience than the previous positions. However, for the people losing their jobs, Uber did let them know that they are welcome to apply for the position, and if they do, they will be given priority treatment. This news doesn't surprise me, since after the tragic incident in Arizona, Uber pulled out of testing in that state completely and fired everyone, including over 300 safety drivers. So it makes sense that they take their time to get this right. Uber already does not have the most positive reception overall with the public, and I doubt they want to be known as the company that delayed the advancement of self-driving cars because they were incompetent or careless. With this step, at least it shows that Uber is taking this seriously, but we won't actually know until they start up their testing again. YouTube is helping out YouTubers with a copyright tool. Unlike the past few months where YouTube has been hurting their creators with the adpocalypse, among other things, this time they are actually helping them out a bit with a new tool called the copyright tool. This tool will soon be available for creators with over 100,000 subscribers and will help them check and see if their videos are being stolen. If the tool finds a video that is similar to the creator's video, the creator can look at the video and then decide what to do, including messaging who uploaded it or ask YouTube to take it down. The downside is how the system is set up to work, in that YouTube will recognize whoever uploaded the video first to YouTube. For example, if you're a creator and you mostly post videos on Facebook, someone could download it on Facebook, re-upload it to YouTube, and then this tool will consider it that the guy who re-uploaded it is the original creator and not you. Over the next few months, YouTube will release the tool to other users as well who do not have over 100,000 subscribers. I like that YouTube is actually trying to help out the creators a bit since for a while now it just seems that they're trying to hurt them any way they can, especially in monetizing their videos and trying to make a living off of them. People re-uploading videos to make ad money off of it is a big problem, so if this tool works as intended, I think creators will appreciate this move. Apple is starting up to update devices that are finally long overdue. This is a two-part story. First, a somewhat reliable Apple supply chain analysis published their notes about the predictions for the fall lineup based on what they know. For the iPhones, they reiterated what has already been rumored with three new iPhones all without the home button. The base model will be a 6.1-inch phone with an LCD screen as seen on the iPhone 7 and 8. The mid-tier model will be an updated version of the iPhone 10, and the more expensive model will now be an updated iPhone 10 with a 6.5-inch screen. For the iPads, there are apparently two new iPad Pro models, both a 12.9-inch and an 11-inch one. The 11-inch one will probably replace the current 10.5-inch one, since there's no point to have two different iPads with a 0.5-inch difference. These iPad Pros are rumored to have the same bezel-less design of the iPhone X, and will also include Face ID. There are also the yearly updates to the Apple Watch, and this year it will apparently include bigger screens. The analyst said that the two new screen sizes will be 1.57 inches up from 1.5, and 1.78 inches up from 
Now, these might just be the same size watches with just thinner bezel and more screen, or the watches may actually be bigger. We do not know yet. Just like every year, there are a lot of rumors of the Mac getting an overhaul, so I would take these with just a little bit more salt. The Mac Mini, which has not been updated for almost three and a half years, will apparently finally get at least a processor upgrade this year. The MacBook Pro and MacBook will get processor upgrades, which I'll get back to in a minute. The iMac will get a processor upgrade and a display upgrade performance, so possibly a 4K screen built into it. There is again the always rumored MacBook Air that will be replaced with a cheaper MacBook option for under $1,000, but for that, I'll believe it when I see it. The wireless pad Air Power is also finally supposed to be released almost a year after being announced, with AirPods getting a small update with hands-free Siri and a wireless charging case that supports Air Power. Now, I'd say I'd get back to the rumors about the MacBooks because the day after these rumors, Apple actually updated some of the MacBook Pros, specifically the 13 and 15 inch ones with the touch bar. These models were updated with the 8th generation Intel chips, with the 15 inch being able to go up to an i9 chip. The 15 inch model can also fit a whopping 32 gigabytes of RAM. Both models now have a T2 chip, which allows support for Hey Siri, also has True Tone displays and Bluetooth 5.0 and a third generation keyboard that is supposed to be quieter. If you are interested in these laptops, they come at the low, low price starting at $1,800 for the 13 inch and $2,400 for the 15 inch. These get really expensive real fast as I've seen people on Twitter order their version of it and they, they can get up to four to 5,000, no problem. However, just to remind people, this is only the ones with the touch bar. The non-touch bar ones are still last year's model. Chinese police break up a World Cup gambling ring that had $1 billion in cryptocurrency. Not your typical tech story, but it does involve one of the leading tech trends, crypto, so let's talk about it. Obviously, the World Cup is one of, if not the biggest sporting event ever, and of course, that leads to a lot of gambling. Some of it legal, others not so legal. Here, the police were able to bust this ring that had $1.5 billion worth of crypto. According to the South China Morning Post, the gambling ring was taking bets on the World Cup for the past eight months and had around 300,000 people placing bets with 8,000 facilitators that earned commission by getting people to join and accept the different types of crypto, such as Bitcoin and Litecoin. This is part of the overall crackdown from the Chinese government to stop illegal gambling, with this being the first to involve cryptocurrency. I just wanted to throw this story in because I thought it was interesting that cryptocurrency is getting to a point where we will see more stories like it, with criminals using it as a currency for their transactions. Moving over the movies, Robocop is back with a sequel reboot. In a bit of a weird announcement, MGM is making another Robocop movie. To make it even more confusing, it's a reboot of a sequel of the original one, not the one from like five years ago. So it seems to be more of a proper continuation of the first one, ignoring Robocop 2 and 3. Apparently this came about when MGM's president called up the writers of the sequel that never happened and turned it into reworking the script and Neil Blomkamp read it and is now the director of the movie. Neil Blomkamp's last big movie was Chappie back in 2015 and since then has been focusing on his independent studio. With Blomkamp as director, the original writers of the movie will also have a part in this new version by getting producer credits. As of now, there is no start date, release date, or even casting, so this movie is at least three years away. For me, I was surprised since this came out of nowhere and no one was really asking for it, but I do think this can work out as if it's a proper sequel and with a good script. And for Bloomcamp, this can be his big comeback because ever since District 9, his movies have gotten worse both critically and money made at the box office. Now to talk about the Joker movie, or one of the Joker movies. After a lot of rumors and speculation, Warner Brothers came out this week to announce that yes, the Joker standalone movie is official and is going to start production. If you haven't followed the rumors, I'll give you a quick recap. It was rumored months ago that Warner Brothers wanted to make a standalone Joker movie separate from the current lineup of DC movies. 
This led to Todd Phillips, the director of the Hangover movies, to be in line to direct this movie, with Martin Scorsese set to produce. It was also rumored at one point that Leonardo DiCaprio was considering taking on the role of the Joker. However, it went to Joaquin Phoenix. So this week, Warner Brothers sent out a press release confirming almost everything here. Todd Phillips will be directing with Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker and is selling the film as an exploration of a man disregarded by society is not only a gritty character study, but also a broader cautionary tale. What is missing from this press release, however, is that Scorsese's name is nowhere to be found, meaning he is probably not on the project. As of now, there is no release date for the movie, however, just that production will start later this year. So, if it does start this year and wraps up, I feel it could come out in fall 2019, before Wonder Woman 2. My thoughts on the movie is that while I would prefer if Warner Brothers spent more time fixing its current DC universe, I can't help but be interested in how this works. Phillips is, while not a great director, is pretty good and can make more serious films such as War Dogs, which blended lighthearted moments with more drama and dark comedy, and was a really good movie. There is nothing to be said about Phoenix, as he is a fantastic actor, and if given the right script, should knock it out of, out of the park with this role. Also, for this movie, since it's not a part of the current DC movies, it does not have that baggage. Warner Brothers now just needs to remind people in the marketing that this is separate from it. For now, I remain somewhat optimistic for the movie. So that is it for this episode of What Happened. Hope you found a couple interesting stories here, and thank you for listening.